Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. We are Caitlin and Christina. We've been friends for 20 years and have found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. The second season is available on DVD or online, and today we'll be talking about season two, episode one. Finally! Yeah, we made it to season two! With no listeners. Oh, yeah. What was this week's challenge, Caitlin? So this week's challenge, after they determined who the semifinalists were, they sent them six yards of muslin, gave them $20 and one week to complete a look that just shows who they are. Yeah. Like, yeah, it has to express who you are as a designer. So you got to like go all out. Yeah. And they had a week. So yeah, you need to go all out. Yeah. But they started with, they started in New York for the judging. Yeah. And I, the first thing I wrote was that crazy child's costume. That was very John Bonet, Ramsey, like child uh, pageant. Um, I don't remember it. It's <laughs> the first thing I showed. <laughs> On the off chance anyone listens to this, I should preface it by saying I watched the episode a week ago because I had my nieces commentate on it and I wanted to watch it before they put in their comments just in case they would like whatever the show was was too weird for me to ask a seven-year-old to comment on the clothes. (laughs) So, and then, yeah, so I I don't remember the beginning of the episode. (laughs) I don't remember the dress. I do remember that Jay was on the panel of judges for New York. Yeah. So Jay did the first day of New York, and then Austin Scarlett, because fan favorite, did even though he did wasn't even the top three, did the second day of New York. So they did. It looked like they did two days in New York, and one there day was someone. Houston. There was someone on the second day that talked about spacesuits for chickens, and I want to see that show. I know. <laughs> uh, we need content. <laughs> what is he referring to? I want to see this. <laughs> I've seen sweaters on chickens. That's a thing. I've never seen space. But whose whole job, like you were hired to make spacesuits for chickens. Who are these chickens? Who hired you? And what are why they doing? They, why do they need spacesuits? Yeah, what are they doing? What do they need? NASA's animal testing? <laughs> That's my first thought. But they weren't in Florida. If it was in Florida, I would believe it. Yeah. Because NASA's in Florida, but they were in New York. Oh, the other thing about New York was, um, what's her name? Was it Diana, I think, showed up with the heartbeat monitor camera shirt. So whenever your heartbeat raced, it would automatically take a picture of whatever you were looking at. I know. That was so cool. Yeah, that's why yeah, I was like, where are the computers? So cool. This nerdy, futuristic fashion. Like, I was, I'm so glad they picked her as a finalist. Yeah, she was a finalist. Um. I really didn't take that many notes. Everything went by really, really fast, you guys. If you watch it, you'll be like, it's just like, like little snippets of people. Yeah, Wendy was the guest judge in Houston. Yeah, and I said I would not take Wendy's advice. Did you see her walk around and be like, did you watch season one? But they all did. They just didn't want to talk to her. <laughs> well, I was like, I'm, I'm glad she's happy. She seems like she's in a good place, and I had nothing else to say about Houston. 
I don't remember. I will say something about Houston. I don't remember his name. I actually think his name's Austin, but I could be wrong. It was like the first person they showed. He didn't get picked, but he's on a later season. Really? Yes. Oh, cool. He was the guy with the spiky hair. I remember. Have you seen the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Millions of times. (laughs) You remember when he first breaks up and Jason Segel is like crying watching Project Runway? Yeah. That's the guy really that's the I guy don't, i didn't they, recognize him at all yeah that's him the pageant guy okay. Oh, he okay. makes the pageant dresses but yeah apparently he tried out for season two i didn't know that i don't know well, what season he's on but he eventually makes it i wonder how many people did that just try have tried out year after year until they finally i imagine Probably a lot like yeah. i mean i watched a lot of america's next top model and someone who finally made it was like i've tried out eight times I'm like, i guess if you kept making it to the semi like like the first round like that like further further eventually, along eventually they'll let me in yeah right i would keep trying if i kept getting like picked to maybe move on to the next round yeah i'd keep trying but if i never got picked i would have given up like the second time didn't you apply for like big brother once i feel like you started to fill out the application or something and i don't remember I probably didn't finish it because of the anxiety of being on big brother would be like insane i couldn't deal with the pressure of it but i did i did apply hilariously for um what was that nickelodeon show it was like the temple of doom I don't remember. I was I'm totally. My, my first thought went to like slime time or whatever, but uh, I can't. I don't remember. I'm totally blanking on the name, but they had to like do obstacle courses, and they had like a talking temple head. Oh, that sounds familiar. I'm I'm totally blanking, but they they're rebooting it for adults. And you applied for it like recently? Yes. <laughs> really? But I I like totally did it like half ass like I just wrote the funniest fucking shit <laughs> like this how I applied for Burning Man yeah I was <laughs> gonna say that's what we did to it we both got the the reduced price tickets when we just gave funny answers like they both said yep you guys are weird enough yeah I think I remember yes that's what Burning Man means to you and I said something about like rainbows and flowers and sunshine <laughs> I don't remember it lifts my soul to space <laughs> I remember for the part like what do you can contribute and you said you were just gonna like contribute your smile or something like that yeah because <laughs> I didn't have anything I wasn't gonna bring anything I'm poor I'm applying <laughs> for low-income tickets people <laughs> right I'm not gonna bring food <laughs> anyways we brought, we, we brought like mac and cheese and lived off it for a no, week I meant like I meant like for other people you know how oh. you would go to different camps and they would feed you we even stayed had- with a camp that fed people and we helped we didn't bring the food yes. we helped we did help Best we, camp contributed. Ever. we just didn't know we were going to contribute when we filled out the application <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway um robert to miami yeah robert is the guest judge in miami and says playgirl wants to do a full spread of him i wrote that too and i was like oh robert that didn't happen yeah. And he's all flirty with everyone. He thinks, oh my God, I can't. He's totally that guy that would walk up to you 15 years later and be like, I was on Project Runway. He probably <laughs> come does home do with that. me. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah, Miami. Although, no, was... he's he's like married with kids now. I remember looking this up. 
So maybe he's yeah. not as bad anymore. But I'm just, I could just, if he wasn't married, I could pick, it's probably how he got his wife 15 years later. I was on Patrick Rudley. <laughs> I really liked, which is kind of sad, Heidi. She is, okay, spoiler warning, her dress is awful. But mm-hmm. <laughs> her personality, she's like, an angel wrapped in like cotton candy or something she is so i know and so happy See, so I, that's i went to heidi is so sweet and cute i, I really love her i wish she made it spoiling alert yeah she doesn't and i wish she did i wish she did too her dress is awful it's like it's like mid 90s delias like it's spot on oh yeah. my god <laughs> it's so bad when but, we uh, get there i'll tell you what my comment is um okay. Oh, I wrote that, like, for some reason, I thought um, it was going to be more like American Idol style, where you would line up, be judged to get into the, the competition, be judged, and then make it to another round and be judged, and then make it to another round, and then see the final judges. But they apparently, prob- you send a recording. Now, they probably do do some semblance of that, where there's probably, it probably doesn't, they don't film it. But I imagine as people are lining up and coming in, there is an initial, like, do you actually, are you actually in the designer? <laughs> Have you actually made clothes? Did you bring any clothes? Cause we're not going to let you in. Like I, there has to be several yeah, steps it, before they, they get did in. Some, and, like, put them they in showed of Santino Rice and Heidi's recording. I feel so bad for Heidi too. Cause she wanted it so freaking bad. <laughs> She's just so sweet. She had a wall, her whole, like, two three walls what did it say like you're in or think in that's what it was think in think in so she, and then oh she yeah that's right coworkers. they showed they showed a couple of video recordings so that must be the initial the initial yeah see I, I i thought that you met somebody and they're like okay you're cool you can make it to the next round okay you're cool now you can see the main judges like tim gunn the guest judge and those two other women I don't I didn't write down where they were from I don't remember yeah was it the same was it the same judges other than I don't even remember if it was the yes. same ones in every city I think so I it, it looks familiar and then I wrote because there's two Nicks right or is there only one Nick um oh there's two of there's two Daniels and there's one Nick Okay, there's, there's two Daniels. There are so many contestants in the semifinals. It's too many. That's why I printed out. Um, so at this point, third LA, because I wrote Nick is extra. He brought his own model. I didn't even notice. Karasan yeah. is a guest judge in LA. And I was like, just watching her. Like, I believe she can be a success. Like, she's probably a really good businesswoman, even outside the designer part. She is my hero. I can't believe she didn't win. I really can't. Yeah. She had the whole package. She was a great business. It was was just her final personality. Her final show just wasn't quite as good as it could have been. I think she got too into what the judges would think of what she made. Yeah. We're going back to last season. But like yeah, you're right. From the business side, I believe in her success. Totally. Me too. I'd hire in a heartbeat. If I was famous tomorrow, I'll be like, I need carousel. Yeah. Sure. I, I, I can't act without her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying in my trailer, even though I just got hired. <laughs> and then they had another Nicholas. Did you see the guy with no pants? 
I remember there was a guy <laughs> with no pants. I didn't take any notes on him at all. But I remember someone asking, like, if you're chosen, are you going to wear pants? <laughs> I wrote he had amazing legs. He did. He looked great in those high heels. He did. It, it was noteworthy. I had I had to put it down. I don't know why he didn't make it. I would I would have loved to see a pantsless person the whole season. <laughs> Apparently, he didn't make it because they needed Daniel Franco again. <laughs> he got taken back from LA again. Harrison was not feeling that. Well, Tim Gunn says there were all sorts of aspects of him that were irritating, independent <laughs> of his failure with the first challenge. I was hoping he brought that up. Yeah, because he he put he said that on top of his fabric choice. So there was way more to it. And he, then he I, even mentioned he's so he's, pretentious. He's just I really But don't even like Daniel Franco even mentioned, I'm not gonna say you're blessed anymore, because I feel like that was an issue. Like it got brought up to him. Like, can't keep telling you're blessed. <laughs> Have a blessed day. But yeah, okay. but but I will say that coat he brought out was amazing. Yeah, I, I think he probably has some ability to design, but his personality really ruins it for me. It's probably the better back. Probably it's annoying. And then Oh, did, how do you say the other Daniel's last name? Biaskic? Vosevic? Hair goals. <laughs> 2,000 hair goals for sure. I don't even remember what he looks like. <gasps> <laughs> He's the guy with Sorry. the super seen hair. Oh, is he, does like, he have like the shoulder length, the really long hair? And it's okay. like sweet to the side. Yeah, like he looks MySpace like... MySpace hair goals. Like, what is it? Cute is what I aim for, that band. I didn't I wasn't into the emo MySpace music scene I know you were that's the only we were, reason I know some of them we were in a little way part of that MySpace emo music scene why do you say that because the space potatoes we were emo we, we weren't emo but certainly we wrote funny was, stuff we wrote yeah. funny stuff um oh and then I also there's a character he's not a character he's a person named Emmett that Tim Gunn has known since high school and I was like oh he must be young he's 43 oh didn't I didn't even think to look up his age yeah no I noticed it I was like oh because he looks very young let me let me double check no he's 42 sorry 42 so he must have that just shows how long Tim Gunn has been at Parsons yeah because he said it and it must have been like when he first started but yeah this if How you're watching did Gunn work for parsons does he still not still but he must have worked there for years maybe on and off but yeah if you're watching this and actually if you're listening and actually watching it with us emmett looks like he's in his 20s <laughs> he looks fabulous Okay, so he started working at Parsons in 1982, served as associate dean from 89 to 2000, and became the fashion design department chair in 2000. He was credited with retooling and invigorating the curriculum for the 21st century. That's awesome. Yeah, since 82. Wow, we weren't even alive. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel old. I'm like normally like, oh, how old are you when this happened? Someone's like, 
I wasn't born yet. And I'm like, oh, I feel old. Do you, <laughs> I should mention, like, when I first started working where I was working, I was like the third youngest person. And now we have like all this like young blood and I'll like talk about 9-11 every time it is around. I'm like, oh, I don't remember it. I'm like, I was in fucking high school. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That's like the only time I get mad because my really good friend who's my coworker, she's she's much younger than me, but the only time I feel like she makes me feel old is when we talk about 9-11 or like, uh, like boy bands. I'm like, you didn't live that culture. <laughs> you might like them, but yeah. you didn't live that culture, man. That was my generation. <laughs> yeah, I I might have mentioned it on here already, but I already told you what my niece said when Britney Spears came on the radio. She was, oh, this is a song from Just Dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you know, nothing. <laughs> I'm wearing my Britney shirt, but I feel slightly guilty because it's from her Vegas show. I mean, you can't regret what, you know, you didn't know. Yeah, that's true. But it, like, you weren't at it. the show where she, where everyone was smoking pot, right? No. <laughs> that was the one where everyone's getting all kinds of flack for defending the fact that they were smoking in the audience. No, I actually specifically remember thinking to myself, I think this is one of the first concerts I went to where it did not smell like pot. And well, I was in Vegas, so I was shocked. Maybe it was one of the ones that she wasn't as a, uh, against doing i hope so because i went pretty early and i think she initially wanted to go to vegas right because she wanted stability with her sons and like they can go to school and they lived in the same house she was in a different city you know the way everything has gone i don't know how much of the last 13 years was stuff she wanted to do at all like yeah, how many of the albums this. how many of the albums she put out were ones that she wanted to i don't know like I can't That's tell. I want to know. I want to know what happened with Mona Lisa Smiles that album because it sounded like she was legitimately liked it. Because remember, I remember there was an album that she was really into that just disappeared and never got. That's what it again. is. That's what it is. And she, like, and this is totally off topic, but I remember during like Britney's crazy phase, like before she had her like moment where she shaved her head and stuff, but she was still acting erratic according to the media she broke away from her bodyguards and like ran into a random studio like uh radio station it was like play this my student my my album won't let me release this but play this and they played a few songs that's like the only way you can hear it really yeah i'm totally like i'm only talking about it like vaguely from how i remember it i could be totally a little off but i remember reading about it and I, I was on Only They Didn't when the stuff was going on. Because as soon as you introduced to me Only They Didn't, I've been a religious reader. <laughs> so I remember like reading about what this when it happened. And then a couple remember, of years later. I remember hearing about like that there was an album she was really into. And then it just like it never got mentioned again. They ended up releasing, I believe, two songs from the album. Like, like chaotic for her show. That song was supposed to be on the album. And then I think they released the song Mona Lisa Smiles, but I can't remember. I, I could totally up to like, don't quote me, but I, I do remember there was a thing where they said that like she ran away from her bodyguards <laughs> to play this album. I really look forward to a time in the future where she 
either writes a book or does like an in-depth interview and tells everyone which parts of the last 13 years were actually her idea. I really hope I want to know. I hope she does like a documentary where she's legitimate talking. And yeah. it's like she approved it. She is a producer of it. She says the she final got the cut final of it. Cut, yeah. Everything. Like I want her to just maybe like have like you know um Roman Farrow come up to her and be like hey we're gonna do a documentary but you're totally 100% in charge he would be a good one to do it too yes because he has a lot of sympathy he's very smart I think he just I, I think he would get it and how it needs to be done it can't be done until she's out of this whole mess though because and until just, then there's no saying whether it's her approving it or not I know and then just all of this is just showing that she was not crazy during that time where everyone was like she's crazy and she lost her damn mind yeah I saw an interview they talked to this lawyer and he was saying that when someone like when he works with people that need conservatorships he said when he talks to someone if he can't tell in the first minute that someone needs a conservatorship then they don't need one like yeah. you should be able to immediately tell and he's like we listened to her talk for like half an hour like she doesn't need one <laughs> she doesn't need one she never needed one yeah people just wanted to control her and it's really sad and then like yeah. i had a mug that someone gave me that said if you can if you like you can survive this because britney survived 2007 or whatever i got rid of it yeah but it, i mean it feels disgusting now the problem with that term crazy is that once someone's labeled crazy, literally anything they do after that will be used in defense of them being crazy. Doesn't yeah. matter what they do. Just having a bad day. You're crazy. No, I had a bad day. She, Sometimes the, you just yell at people because you're mad. The pictures she's posted on Instagram lately where she's topless. People are like, oh, clearly she's got problems. Like Every single no, pop star in the last good. decade or two has had similar pictures, but it's not okay when she does it because she's crazy. She looks great. I thought they were cool. I thought I, when I saw those topless photos, I saw it as like, she's showing the world that she's vulnerable. She felt good about herself that day. Yeah. She felt good about herself. It's just, I didn't take it as anything unusual on social media at all. Lots of people did. And it was like it once that label is on someone, and yeah, like her behavior, dancing videos. Yeah, her dancing videos are she's a performer. Why wouldn't she yeah. post dancing videos? Have you seen the number of dancing videos on TikTok? If she was doing it over on TikTok, it would be like lauded, but she's doing and it on Instagram. She's doing more of the dancing that she prefers to do. What is that? The contemporary dancing where it's just like doing the arm movements and like more of the spinning and stuff like that. And then just think she's nuts. It's like, no, she's just enjoying what she's doing. She's been a performer since she was like two. It's like in her blood to keep performing. And right now her camera is the only thing she can perform to. You know, it's fucking sad. It's so sad. It is. Anyways, we should get back to (laughs) what people might actually want to listen to um so yeah i wrote down the semifinals they're all at parsons everyone's shocked when daniel franco's there the only person who's like whatever about it is chloe she's like i saw his designs they're they're good he deserves a second chance which i thought was nice um and then like i I said they had oh sorry i I had a, a quote andre they have to do this outfit out of 
muslin and that's it and andre goes muslin's the hillbilly of fabric I was like, that was literally what i was about to say oh. like they, they show up they show andre which i forgot how wonderful andre is he's so sweet and nice he's just a ray of sunshine yeah and then i wrote pregnant heidi is so cute she just looks so adorable yeah how many and years then, ago was this was this before she married seal I think this is Seal's baby. I think this is Seal's baby because her first kid, I don't think she was on the show. I don't, she was, I don't know. I don't think it was. Because her her pregnancies with Seal, she had two kids with Seal and they were more like high profile compared to her first. Oh, yeah. Back to Heidi. I love that she goes around and looks at everyone's designs and she like compliments everyone. Oh, I would wear that. I love that. I love Heidi. The designer Heidi. Part. The designer Heidi. Oh, not, designer not Heidi. Heidi. I was like, I don't remember that. No. I know. Designer Heidi. Southern. Designer Heidi. I don't remember where she's from. She's Southern. She's got like a real thick Southern accent. She's from she Alabama. Is that what it was? She literally mm. goes around the room and like compliments everyone's looks like she's just so happy to be there I know okay so let's get down to looks do you have the order of the people I do okay yeah. so who I know Chloe went first yeah Chloe what, goes first what's your opinion on hers um I mean it wasn't it was simple it the I noticed a lot of the dresses that people did had the same kind of skirt is that like a fishtail skirt mermaid it's a mermaid. mermaid tail okay yeah. I noticed a lot of them had that mm-hmm. um it was it was okay it was just a white dress <laughs> I said it was nice I didn't really like how it fit the model and I hate the styling of the model I had to go back and see if like that model's hair that, really looked like that yeah she had like I don't even know what would you call that hairstyle helmet yeah <laughs> probably a good one Ugh. it was <laughs> But yeah, it wasn't exciting, but definitely deserved to make it through the next round. It was well made, I guess. Like it was, mm-hmm. I, I don't, are, were those, was that shape of dress very popular in the 2000s? Because a lot of, yes. a lot of the designers did it. Yes, yes, it was. Um, who went next? Raymond, Raymondo? Okay. Raymondo Baltazar. I hated it. It looked like a bird was on, a dead bird was on the shoulder. I didn't hate it. I I was okay with the vest. I didn't think it looked like a bird. It just looked like a, like a furry thing, which whatever. But I mean, the vest, like I, it was like a short. It was like a dead animal. I hated the dress, color of the the dress. I hated the the pattern. There was like rim that was like spotted, like polka dotted. And I was like, is that leopard print? I don't. I hated it. But I mean, it. it was okay. It was. It looked like something from a department store and not in a good way. <laughs> I hated it. All right. Next was Daniel Vosevic. What did I write? I said it looks okay. It looks kind of like a club dress, but I also think his model was really bad. It, it looked like just like a sporty kind of halter dress. It was okay. Like it was. When I rewatched it, I was like, Oh, I think the dress looks so bad because that model is walking like a linebacker, like backer. Like we she wasn't mention, moving her arms. We should mention they were assigned models. They didn't get to choose their models this week. Yeah. They were just names were pulled out of a hat and they were given a model. If she is part of the model group, 
there's no way she's gonna get picked she, her walk was horrible like her body posture was horrible i think that's why her his dress was just like it next we'll was, see. next was nick varios what did i write for him i liked the color of it because we hadn't had any color up till this point not much anyway i said i liked it without the coat I didn't really like the coat. There was a giant feather on one shoulder. It was like coat. a sticking like, feather out. The coat it was like a seemed... two foot long feather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the coat just like that kind of a coat. It was more, it was short sleeve. It doesn't go with like a ball gown, which is what and he it, had. Yeah, it was the same. A ball skirt. gown, like an elegant gown. It was the same skirt as Chloe's. Mm-hmm. Just an orange rather than white. And it was a night, but I will, I want to add, it was a nice orange, not like a bright orange. It was like, it was a nice orange. It was very fun because there's not a lot of color in this show, which, or in this, yeah, in this uh, episode. Yeah, that they're like, they basically didn't, I don't know why so few of them dyed their fabric. I know they gave them $20 and that was the whole point. Yeah, but very few of them did. And um, my niece had a major issue with that, as you heard. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like why. I don't like bright colors either. <laughs> Who's next? Um, Santino was next. <gasps> Loved it. Yeah, it Loved was, the color, it was the cut. I even wrote, honestly, I would wear that tomorrow. Like, I probably wouldn't wear it, but it was cute. I would absolutely 100% wear it. It was really clear, spoiler warning, listening to the judges. <laughs> Mm-hmm. about who their favorite designer was yeah like they didn't even like there was not even a question about who their what their favorite dress was yes yeah, spoiler alert, he won and he deserved it he, i yeah. honestly think it was the best dress it was it was certainly the best one it had a vision to it you could see his kind of personality in the dress it just the color it looked really well made I, like i just wanted to take it off the bottle and wear it it looks it like was- he put a lot of work into it Mm-hmm. which does kind of become an issue with the designers that are at the bottom. They did like the least amount of work yeah. for the week. Which is insane. Like there's no time limit. You just have a week. You can work for 12 hours on something. Why would you not do it? Not like you can work for like 40 hours on something. <laughs> like if you really yeah. want to show what you're doing, we'll probably get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Next was Zulima. Eh, I said it looked well done, but it wasn't very exciting. It, I put, it looks like something a royal would wear. It was like proper and modest, very Kate Middleton. Yeah, it looked like something you would wear going to the office if you had a lot of money. Yeah, it looked very Kate Middleton. You're right, like nail on the head. Ben Emmett. Yeah, I hated it. (laughs) I thought it was hideous. I hated the cheap looking cutouts. It just, it was like my second least favorite. Yeah, I, it was, I mean, I thought the cutouts were at least interesting compared to some of the other dresses. Like at least it was something different. It was pink rather than white. It kind of had like a garden party vibe, but like a very old garden party, not now. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like something your grandma picks out for a 20 something old thing and it's hip yeah that's that's probably i got you an easter dress <laughs> <Spot on. laughs> 
I, my second least favorite dress or outfit. Uh, next was Guadalupe. What did I write for Guadalupe? I said I like the zipper. That's it. <laughs> uh, the there was zipper. a lot going on. There was like things hanging and like attached all over it. I couldn't yeah, understand it what it was. So, it was so busy. That's why I wrote. I like the zipper. <laughs> the exposed zipper. <laughs> I, she must have put a lot of work into it, I assume. But I just couldn't tell what it was all supposed to be. It was yeah. just a lot of stuff. But she looked, it did look well made. So I was glad she, she made it. Yeah. I I look forward to seeing what she does, but I, I didn't like it. Next was Andre. I loved Andre's. I put a little star. Him and Santino, Santino were my favorite. I thought Andre's was so cute and playful. I'd wear that. Yeah, I think really Andre's, Andre's was my favorite because it is the one I would wear. And I was like, you yeah. know what? I think I own that skirt and I probably bought it around 2006. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was very, very cute. I, I enjoyed it. I would have been fine if he won too. Like, it was very cute. It was cute. Um, then John Wade. I liked it more when I thought it was a two-piece. And then I realized it was actually a one-piece. I, mean, I was excited to see a pattern because that was pretty much yeah. the first one where he had like dyed. It was it's orange with like white circles on it. It looked like, oh tie dyed. A pattern. And I liked but, the way he styled the model too. The model really matched that like seventies vibe he was going for. But again, I liked it more when I thought it was two pieces. It's funny that you mentioned seventies because I was like, I don't know why, but for some reason, this reminds me of a Scooby Doo character. Like. This- <laughs> full on scooby-doo and i'm not sure why off topic but do you know that the 2000 live action scooby-doo that they did was supposed to be rated r no james gunn wrote it and it was originally supposed to be rated r it was supposed to i want to see that version yeah it was supposed to appeal to people our age like we grew up watching it it was supposed to be people like in your 20s and then like people in their 40s and then, I wish that version had been made because the, the one that was made was, oh, was okay. I've never seen it, but yeah, it was supposed to be uh, rated R and then originally they edited it down to PG-13 and you, apparently you could still see the PG-13 um, edits, like deleted scenes, and then eventually it was PG. Hmm. Yeah, Velma's supposed to be like openly gay and like with Daphne. Really? They were supposed. To, she was supposed to be having a fling with Daphne, and like Daphne was supposed to be with Freddie and Velma. Uh, the most she, like risque version of Scooby Doo I've ever seen made was when uh, Jay and Silent Bob end up in the mystery machine, machine in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> and yeah, and then um, Shaggy's supposed to be like openly a pot smoker, like confirmed. I like, mean, like confirm, like yeah. that means, like confirming it. <laughs> And it wasn't supposed to be so, like, it wasn't supposed to be so, like, silly. But yeah. I would have watched Fun fact of the day. It was originally (laughs) supposed to be rated R. Uh, Next up was Marla. I hated it so much. I wrote, it looks like a homeless lady was in a fight. I put, it looks (laughs) Mad Max um like it's got like a fringe scarf and the proportions seem 
off between the top and the skirt no, like, she literally looks like she's been wearing that outfit for a year straight because she's on hard times <laughs> and she gets in fights for money Mad <laughs> like, Max. <laughs> it was awful i don't know what was worse i hated marla emmett's and then what's that fucking bitch's name <laughs> The Kristen, I hated those three looks so much. Um, next up is Heidi's. I wrote homecoming look, junior high, specifically junior high, trying to be racy. Yeah, I can see that. It was when she was like, "Oh, it's it." I don't even remember how she worded it, but like it, pretty it's kind of risque because there's like lace in her stomach showing, and I was like, yeah. "Oh." Heidi you're so sweet but no <laughs> it that bow the tiny little bow with the lace and then the in the hem matching that brown of the bow yeah Ugh. I was really really disappointed because she has such a bubbly personality and this dress did not live up to it like it does no. not fit her personality at all yes yeah, seriously if I saw that dress like they did like a blind one I'd be like I would think she did jobs. Yeah, something something bright and yeah. Or like she also says she liked pretty, so I would think something like Santina's. Yeah. It but was very disappointing. It is really junior high. It was awful. Yeah. And then next. who's next? Uh Kara. I wrote. It kind of looked like a kid designed a dress using bed sheets, but it was my favorite white outfit. I don't remember this one at all. And all I wrote was, I don't know. I'm burning out another basic one. I wish more people had used dye. Like, I well, actually, no, she, it's not my favorite white one because Andre is my favorite white one. I just thought it was better than the other white dresses, but it looked like. What did it look like? I don't remember it at all. Um, It was like, it looked like. A bed sheet tied around, but she had like black ziggies all over it. I don't remember it. Next was Kirsten. <laughs> Hated it. I think it was I the mean, styling because you you do not wear capri pants with high boots. I've never been a fan of capris, but I do know in back in the early 2000s caprice had a moment where everyone yes. was wearing them so I she wore was them. probably i'm guilty i i think i had one pair but it was more like costing me <laughs> than daily i didn't i might have worn them once but um it was different because like she did three separates and she did caprice rather than a skirt or a dress so she at least some tailoring went into it yeah I don't think she should have gone home which she didn't but I did not like it I just I think it was just the styling of it it's because if I saw that top and jeans I would think that top was cute but I just didn't like it all together fair enough yeah uh next is Diana what would I write for Diana awkward it was a shame about the magnets not connecting. Like, I mean, it was... It's just awkward. It was an awkward dress. I'm glad she didn't go home, but it was awkward. Um, I appreciate her creativity, and I thought it looked like 
a fairly fashionable like head teacher like the model looked very stern <laughs> like she was gonna be giving a class detention or something but her skirt did not connect it kind of just yeah. not awkward and then daniel franco's last holy crap that dress had potential but it was horribly executed i feel like they made him execute it that bad but what is going on with the boobs okay uh, clearly it was missized but also they were furry yeah that's what i mean like i I, I could excuse the bus not fitting because yes he did not know the model until two hours before i get that but yeah there was like weird boob panels yeah I, I would never wear that. I liked I, the bottom of it. That's what I was going to say. I love the bottom. Like the skirt had so much movement. It looked really good walking down the runway. And it looked but really pretty from the back. Awesome. It looked really pretty from the back. It had this back panel that looked like it had like beads on it. <sighs> I feel like the producers made him do it. I I don't know. I think, <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> when his model was, walking the runway he's he said to himself did the judges see that about the top not fitting and i was like yes yes (laughs) (laughs) oh no do they see it yes it's right in front of them (laughs) she's almost falling out of the dress so bad um the only people i remember so like we said santino rice wins but the the people people the people she they were pulled out were santino diana daniel franco Heidi Stanridge and John Wade were pulled out. Everyone else is definitely in season two. I feel like, so John Wade and Heidi go home. I feel like John Wade only went home because he did not have a great personality and he admitted John Wade spending eight hours. Yeah, he, they, they asked him like, oh, do you, are you like passionate about dying? Cause he did this tie dye dress and he's like, eh, not really like, you could have sold that. Grab onto that. Yes, dye is my passion. I put so much thought into the circles on this dress. Like, sell it. He didn't sell it. He just goes, nah, I, I just I just threw it together in eight hours. And they're like, you had a week. Why would you admit to only spending eight hours on it? I know. It's he so deserved dumb. to go home. He deserved to go home. I wish Heidi stayed. I honestly wish Marla went home. I think her outfit was really bad. Um... The homeless lady yeah my mac fight i really i second time i watched it i was like oh i think i hate it even more <laughs> i couldn't tell like i think santino was the only one that was even that the judges liked at all it like, was they, they didn't really say one way or another about diana like one of them said that well i don't really get it <laughs> but yeah they didn't say that they hated her so i was like maybe she was meant to be a top but like I think Santino was the only one they liked. Yeah. And they kind of tell off Daniel Franco again, but rather than getting kicked out on the first episode, they keep him. <laughs> I wrote, of course they make Daniel Franco go last. They have to scare him for ratings. <laughs> yeah. When Heidi was saying goodbye to Heidi, <laughs> she says, Avita Zay. And Southern Heidi goes, I don't know what that means, but bye. <laughs> <laughs> me up. 
I know. I'm really actually surprised that they cut her because she just seems so sweet. And like, I feel like she would have been a fan favorite, like Austin was. I love her, but her dress was awful. It was awful. I really don't think it was the worst, though. I really think Marla's was so much worse. I the only reason I think it was one of the worst was because it. I don't remember Marla's personality, but maybe that dress really did represent her and Heidi's dress did not represent her at all that's true that's a good point maybe that's put in factor uh give her a second chance bro she's cute well do you want to know what she's doing now yes please Heidi owns a bridal shop in Birmingham Alabama she was on TLC's Bride by Design under the name Heidi Elnora she also teaches a master class via Build a Bride by Heidi Elnora that includes courses to help get into bridal fashion oh that's so cool so she's still doing dresses she's still she's still a fashion designer even though she I could totally I could totally see her in bridal like she's that bubbly let's be exciting like I could totally see her her passion being like I'm gonna design a dress for the most important day of a woman's life kind of thing yeah she's got like a whole website you can get on and schedule a consultation and get a dress made I tried to look up what John was up to I didn't see anything so I gave up John was hard because the name John Wade is so basic he may as well be John Smith which I found someone named John Wade Smith while looking for him (laughs) (laughs) but I think I did find him someone by the name of John Wade worked at Mark Jacobs from 2005 to 2018 that person is currently the director of retail operations for Tamara Mellon which is a luxury shoe brand I think that's him I don't know for a fact <laughs> the years sense. the years kind of align all right. yeah and yeah he was he was a recent graduate yeah was, so it would make sense that he also I wanted to point out it looks like it's only one person who doesn't work in fashion that's on the season and that's Kristen she's a I lawyer oh I don't remember did they say what everyone's day jobs were <laughs> Yes. I missed that. Everyone is fashion designer or recent fashion graduate or freelance fashion designer, costume designer. There were a lot. Or boutique owner. There was a lot in the first season that that wasn't their main job. So that's. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, there's only one person who's. And it's Kristen and she's a lawyer slash swimsuit designer. But she does. I will say she does sell swimwear so she's i guess she's still in fashion then yeah it's interesting that they didn't get anyone who had it as a hobby but then i guess if they're looking for the best sometimes as a hobby you don't have time to put in to become the best yeah so yeah that's the first episode i'm really looking forward i remember the season being fun so i'm looking forward to it right now i can insert the audio of my nieces commenting on the same dresses that we just commented on. Do you want to tell everyone who you are? This is Elizabeth. How old are you? Eleven. Eleven. And Faith, how old are you? Seven. And they're going to watch the Project Runway Season 2, Episode 1 Runway Show and tell us what clothes they like. Does that sound fun? 
Yeah. Yeah. I played. I watched this before. You watched Project Runway? Yes. My mom does too. Does she? I make. I sometimes make mermaid, and I make a lot of stuff. Your mom said you like to make doll clothes. What kind of clothes do you like to make? I like to make swimsuits. I like to make gym outfits, and I like to make a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Cool. But what if they could hear us? They can. It's recording you right here. Oh. See? Not the not the designers. They can't hear you. But we're gonna put it on a podcast online so other people can hear you. You'll be able to listen to it later. Everybody's gonna hear me. <laughs> it's okay. Don't be nervous. We're going to school in this. I'm going to the school in a month. Yeah, she's got a longer summer than you do. <laughs> I I had three months off of school. Wow. And now I have one more month. Okay, are we ready? Okay, here's the first outfit. What do you think of that one? Ooh. I hate, I don't like that one. Why don't you like that one? Because it's plain. It's just plain white? Yeah, and, and it doesn't have all of the it's kind of the designs on it is what about this one? Ooh, this one's fancy. Ooh, yeah, I love that one. You like this one? This one's yeah. Raymond's. Ooh. Yeah, that one looks so pretty. She kind of reminds one. me of, uh, Tinkerbell. What about this one? Ooh, she looks like a... Yeah, I like that one. A bride. A bride? In, a, in like a mini skirt? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. I really do. Would you wear that one? No. Mm, <laughs> Maybe no. not. Oh, oh I love that it one. It's too bright. This one's very orange, huh? This is Yeah, it's mixed. too bright for me. No. Daniel's outfit. It looks too no. bright for me. She looks beautiful. Nick's yeah, outfit. But it looks too bright for You don't me. like wearing orange? What about this one? Ooh, turquoise is my favorite. Or blue is my favorite color. So yeah, I definitely like that one, and especially because it. it I like has the ocean the, blue um, color. And especially because it has that. It's a baby doll dress, so it's really yeah. fluffy, huh? Yeah, I like that. Oh, I would love that. No, that it's one? like the it's like the beginning one. It's oh, it's plain too plain white. Blue. But you like that one. Yeah. What do you like about it? Beautiful. It's plain. Ooh, this one's pink. Ooh, yeah, that one's super That reminds me of my gender. I don't, I don't really like the um, shoulder things. I don't oh, the, you don't like the vest? I like the no, flowers. I don't really you like You do like one. the vest, then, huh? Yeah. Ooh, she Ooh, looks... yeah, that looks <laughs> so pretty. I would wear that. I would wear that. I, I'm not sure if I would wear that, but yeah, that looks really pretty. That was Guadalupe's. This one's. Oh, I would wear that also. Would you wear that one, Faith? Um, it's beautiful. Just like I wouldn't wear that one, and it's also plain white again. You don't like wearing white, huh? No, I don't like wearing white. Wow. I don't look good in Ooh, white. Oh, she like. 
a sunflower, I would be like her. It's like the ever one. It's too bright. I I don't like bright colors that much. You don't like white or bright colors? What's your favorite color? My favorite color is dark um, turquoise. Dark turquoise. Okay. I don't like bright colors. Ooh, she's this one. Ooh, that, that would be pretty. my Halloween I don't, costume. I don't really, I don't really like of how it's shaped, but I do like of how it's black. Ooh, ooh, that one looks pretty, but it's white. I do like how it's shaped, but it's white. And I, I like the details. I, I can't stand white. I like the details. Can't stand white. Yeah, dude, the the ribbon's brown. That's your favorite color. I know yeah. that one. Ooh, she that looks... That one looks really pretty, but I just can't stand white. I, like <laughs> I love it. Much white, I, huh? like I want to shape. wear this. I like the shape of the dress, but I just don't like the color of it. Here's some different colors for you. That looks pretty. Um, this. I hate that. It's not, even, it's not it's a not, dress. It's not even a dress, yeah, and I, and I dress. like this that. I like it. I like that one. Um, ooh, ooh, she looks like a. She looks, looks like a pretty, pretty girl from heaven. It's, it's like white. There's so much white. <laughs> I just love the shape of the outfit, though. It's just too much white, though. <sighs> All right, last dress. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, that looks pretty. Would you wear it? No, I still don't want to wear it. <laughs> I do want to wear it. Whoa, that looks so pretty. I like the cape right behind me. I really like how it starts out short in the front and then it lands back in the... Yeah, the skirt of it. I liked that part, yeah, too. It I moves well. It, yeah, so what did you guys think of that fashion show? Good. Yeah. I give it that a 10 out of 10. Ooh. So okay. is me. You want to say bye? Bye. And we can now comment on them if you want to. <laughs> All I got from it is that they did not like any of the white dresses. What was their favorite dress? Santina's, um, right? I think Faith's for sure was Santino's. I feel like Elizabeth liked several of them she liked the pink one (laughs) she liked it because it was pink yeah that makes Uh, sense i think a lot of them like she liked the orange ones she liked they both loved daniel franco's (laughs) because they don't get boobs (laughs) yeah no they both absolutely loved it and i was trying like early on i was trying to ask him other questions about like what do you like about it but by the time it got to that one elizabeth spun around to faith and was like would you wear that one faith was like i don't want to wear it but i like it like (laughs) it cracked me up it was very fun that's so fun yeah that includes our episode do you want to do the inclusion oh yeah uh, this has been another episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. You can hear us on all podcast platforms. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Blood Orange Wasp. We'll be Woo. back next week with season two, episode two. Woo.